who's wrong and who's wronger. In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dosh, Rinko Levers. Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in and tuning in as if you are watching live on television. You are looking at me and James Breakwell and how fantastic must this be for the fans, James? I'm pretty sure it's the worst day of their lives. If they had not stopped following <laughs> us by now, this is the final straw, I guarantee it. Well, if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, you've got to be wowed. But this is Wrong and Wronger, the podcast where the exploding unicorn, James Breakwell, a guy who smells like teen spirit and is roughly the same age, debates <laughs> topics with me, Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve, and they're topics that mean nothing to nobody but everything to everybody. And we've, we've upped the game, man. We have brought it this week because we have the new video component thanks to the crack research and the hard work and dedication of my partner thank you man i gotta say there is less than a five percent chance that anyone will ever see this something is going to go catastrophically wrong and we're going to have to redo this we already started this once and i didn't have an audio cord plugged in you almost had 20 straight minutes of steve talking intermixed with silence which is pretty much one of the circles of hell so you are welcome that i caught that moments before it was an unavoidable disaster it's one of the more outlying circles though not one of the core circles this show is actually one of the core circles and just me that kind of expand it diffuses a little being, bit. being being in the room with you is dead center down there your poor, poor wife is in the bullseye <laughs> oh my poor wife has nursed me back to health though i am back for the attack this week oh and it's unfortunate but i guess you know what if you're going to come back for a week this is a good one to come back for because it's so seasonally appropriate because what have you been doing the last few days what has everybody been doing here in early and mid-january I'll tell you what my wife has been doing while I have been lying prostrate on the recliner, and I did put that second R in the word, even though prostate would have been appropriate. But uh, my wife has been busying herself unchristmasizing the house. Is that what the Breakwells have been up to? Yes, yes, it is. It is the the Grinch uh, procedure, as we call it. You steal everything down and shove it in boxes and just destroy the holiday spirit. Uh, and it is an ordeal. So today we're going to have a debate: uh, which is better, real Christmas trees or fake mm. ones? Because let me tell you, I, I have some second thoughts every year, every time we have to take these stupid things down. So we're going to settle that, and we're also going to have a penalty again. We're going to go with the same penalty we've had the last two weeks because it's so popular and offers so much variety loser has to act out an embarrassing movie scene of the of the listener's choice and we're going to have code words too, to choice. make sure that your vote counts and doesn't get drowned out by random voters yeah there's a lot of the bandits out there but we're going to make sure <laughs> that they get their just desserts so movie scene and it's listener's choice. And so we need you, the listeners, and now I can point right at you. You, the listeners, help us out. Give us some ideas for movie scenes that you would like to see James. I'm sorry. You'd like to see whoever loses James, <laughs> act out in front of you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've got creative listeners, much we, more creative than you and I. We do. I, I ask that you keep it clean. I've got to share it on my channels. And let's be honest. I mean, a lot of people said Harry met Sally last time. Nobody wants to it. see 55 it. or 90-year-old Steve Olivas acting out that scene. Okay, <laughs> that would be the end, not just of this podcast, <laughs> but of my Twitter account. So use a little bit of restraint here. <laughs> I bet there's at least at least a dozen people that would enjoy that. And I don't I'm think I don't like think enjoy means what you think it means. <laughs> that is not the word I would use to describe <laughs> that experience. 
All right, so get with us on Twitter, and uh, Breakwell, of course, is on Facebook, but we'll give you all that intel at the end. But start thinking. Put your thinking caps on and come up with ideas for movie scenes. And uh, like the one that Breakwell had to do the first time we did this, and that actually is going to segue into our kindness portion of the program. That uh, James and I always, if you're first joining us because you wanted to see what we look like before you fully engage in wrong and wronger, (laughs) and man, aren't you glad you did, that uh, we always exchange niceties before engaging in battle. And uh, I'm going to go first if that's okay with you, James. I I will allow you to go first. You have cheated death. Go right ahead. (laughs) Well, boy. You've actually segued twice. James wants, James is, he's a gutsy kind of guy. He'll go out there and grab life by the short ones. And he's not real adept as a musician. And so he had an opportunity to make a challenge with the devil, like the Charlie Daniels song that was out long before even Mr. and Mrs. Breakwell, Grandpa and Grandma met. But James can't play the fiddle, so he challenged the devil to a dance-off. And if any of you watch that Napoleon Dynamite penalty video, you know exactly where James's soul is headed when he <laughs> dies. But I do, I respect your 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 chutzpah. I I went for it, both with the devil and and their dancing. I mean, I went for it. Honestly, let's let's be honest. We talked about you being one of the circles of hell here. You very well could be the devil. Sometimes it's the person you most suspect. So that was that was me losing my soul, but putting up the good fight as my as my kids laughed and I, you know, doomed myself to hell. But that's okay. That's how it goes. Sometimes you win some and you lose some. I lost eternity. I'll get him next time. Boy, it's funny you say that because I challenged the devil to a bake-off and my cake included the soul of Judas, Brutus, and Mark Anthony. So maybe <laughs> I am the devil in the straight infierno sense. Okay, and I have, an, I have something nice to say to you, actually. I would like to Ooh. compliment you on the fact that we, we decided to go to video and you've known for weeks that we are going to go to video and you didn't dress up at all. You knew exactly what was going to happen. You people were going to see you and you didn't take this seriously. But I, however, have taken this very seriously and I've gotten a special outfit just for the occasion so everyone will know who should win How this. How is this a compliment to me, by the way? Oh, that's right. It's supposed to be a compliment. I would like to compliment you for not caring what you look like at all and taking no pride in your personal appearance. Oh, that uh, is so touching. <laughs> it's, it's good to not care. I mean, there's a point where you should start caring again. I think maybe you've crossed that line, but you know what? You do you. <laughs> no, nobody's going to slow you down, that's for sure. Uh, well, you can only see me from like the waist up, and you have no idea what I got going on downstairs. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to say yes. I, I may or may not have had my headphones off for a second, so I'm just going to agree with whatever you just said, that you get one free pass per wow. episode. That's your free pass. You know what? I'm going to accept that, and I'm just going to keep right on moving. So All everyone right. that's, that's, that's listening good, and watching. Only one of us is dressed professionally, so this is, this is going to be a real, real short podcast. I'm wearing our branded T-shirt. I'm wearing the wrong and wronger T-shirt. I'm drinking out of the official wrong and wronger mug, and I have the wrong and wronger banner <laughs> hanging right next to my face. Well, you know face what? Some of us video. represent stronger brands. We're eternal brands. Something more selfless and higher than ourselves. But that's okay. You be petty. You do you. Oh, well, I'm doing both of us, and don't take that out of context. All right, so we are going to, if I remember correctly, which was a little bit problematic last week for me, but if I remember correctly, we're arguing Christmas trees, real versus artificial. Yes, congratulations on remembering that we already said the topic. I I am impressed you did not repeat it. (laughs) It's baby steps, man, coming off of these pain (laughs) baby steps. 
All right, so I have the Guam Corner of Fate that I can actually show people at home today. Oh, that is you can Guam. prove it's real. I don't think people Staring have any idea you. that quarter actually existed. I'm going to move my wrong and wronger mug in case I fumble on the flip here. So which are the two sides of the coin going to represent Okay, today? heads up, I defend real. Tails up, I defend artificial. All right, heads is real. Guam quarter is up. My headphones are off, and it is heads. Heads is your, so you have real trees. Okay, well, that's an easy one to defend because, you know what, real trees are good for nature. You're not, you know, using all these harmful chemicals, pumping them out into, you know, from factories, destroying the environment, endangering your children. I mean, it's it's wood and pine needles and they're planted specifically for this purpose. It's like a crop. It's like corn. You can't even complain about deforestation because these are trees planted specifically for Christmas. And they wouldn't even exist without this holiday. So we plant trees, we get more oxygen in the air, then we chop them down, we, we use them, we enjoy them, and then we throw them out. You know how much easier cleanup is when you don't have to take apart 16 different parts and try to put them back in that box? Like, no Christmas tree in the history of the world has ever fit back inside the box. It's impossible. The best thing to do with the tree is tear the lights off, put away the ornaments, and toss it on the curb and let it decompose like a responsible human being. And I have no idea what kind of a monster could object to that. I can't believe that you opened with easy cleanup as the <laughs> rationale for using a real tree. Surely, as that was coming out of your mouth, you had to wish you could jump out, grab it, and pull it back in. Because there is nothing on the face of the earth more of a just a, a disaster from a cleanliness standpoint as a real tree. Man, that thing, by the time you take it down, it is so dry. If someone sneezes in the driveway, you've got a mess that your hoover is going to be clogged for months <laughs> to try to clean. Artificial trees, it is boom, boom, boom into the box. You might have to use some zip ties to close the damn thing, but it is up in the attic and gone until next year. And the lights, why do you need more lights? An artificial tree comes with the lights built into it already. Nowadays, you can tailor the artificial tree to whatever house you have. If you need a tall one, if you need a thin one, if you need a fat one, you can do anything you want with the artificial tree size-wise. And when it comes to just straight, how does it deal with or how does it affect the ecosystem? Them. Artificial trees, your kids could stumble upon those needles falling off and they're going to get them stuck in their feet and their hands and their eyeballs. Do you want your children to be blind? <laughs> Obviously you do because if you want a real If it spares them from seeing you talking right now, maybe I do. This is something that can't be unseen. <laughs> you want them to be deaf anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get you sound like somebody who's never used an artificial tree. Do you really think all those pine needles stay on an artificial tree? Oh, do they? They fall off. We usually use artificial trees here. Against my better judgment, because we all know I don't run this house, so we use artificial trees. And for the next six to eight months, the floor is covered in pine needles. No matter how many times we run that robot vacuum, no matter how many times we sweep, no matter how times we, how many times we start a ground fire to try to burn them up, those things are there forever. <laughs> we'll be there till we move. Uh, and not only that, but when they fall off that tree, they don't get replaced. So every year you reuse an artificial tree, it's a little more barren, a little sadder than the year before. You're just taking baby steps towards that Charlie Brown Christmas tree, when we'll all just be depressed and sad and say, is this what our lives have become? And with an artificial tree, yes, that is what your life has become. Uh, not only that, but those lights, those built-in lights, if you have faith in yeah. those, man, I've got a bridge I can sell you. Those things make it maybe half a Christmas. They never really make it through a full Christmas. The built-in lights, they burn out quick. You can't get them replaced. You end up draping 
put new ones on there anyway. Those things are a scam. They get you to pay more for something totally useless that doesn't light up anything. You know what's better than an artificial tree? No tree at all. Just don't celebrate Christmas. Go be, go be Jewish or something. Because you know what? It's not the way to go. you got to stick with the real tree. You know, if you were Jewish, you would have a menorah with artificial candles that you put light bulbs in. That you wouldn't even amazing. use the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> James, listen, I know you're young and still early trying to build your career and get a foothold in society and life. But, man, spend a couple dollars on a decent artificial tree, will you? I don't want you to have the, this, like, bunch of aluminum arms sticking out with nothing on them but two sad ornaments. When you only spend, like, thirteen fifty on an artificial tree, you kind of get what you pay for. Lights going out all over the place. If you drop some coin on a really nice artificial tree, it will last you forever you're going to will that thing down to your newly blinded children and everybody <laughs> in the breakwell lineage will be happy you raise a relevant point with cost there because i've gone shopping for for these fake trees many times because they don't last as many years as you'd think because the lights burn out because they fall apart they don't hold up and for a big tree for our house we've got the old 10 foot ceilings you're talking yeah, three you or four hundred dollars you want a nice artificial tree it's like 30 bucks you could get 10 years out of that 10 real, real tree, trees yeah. before you use up one of those those big artificial ones. And you're going to yeah, replace but... that artificial one three times in there at least. They just do not last, especially not if you have a house like I do with four kids and a pig. I mean, Christmas is just a time <laughs> of delayed destruction. Every day there's something falling off and breaking and somebody screaming and crying, and usually it's me. There's disasters abound. <laughs> and you've you got to have a real tree for that to roll with the punches. You've got... You just can't go with artificial. Artificial is an artificial holiday. That's what it is. It's, it's fake Christmas spirit. If you buy it, you might as well call yourself the Grinch because you've ruined Christmas. You're the guy that's going around screaming from the rooftops how you can't lie to your children about the uh, realness of Santa Claus. And here you are <laughs> discounting the artificiality of Christmas. I have, I I have a very believe. specialized set of Christmas beliefs, all right? <laughs> don't, don't question it. <laughs> You know, you didn't make the only argument that I could possibly make for a real tree, which is that a real tree smells like a real tree, and you just can't reproduce that with an artificial one. Thank but you. that apparently, anything that is olfactorially pleasing, I, I did make an adjective out of that word. Uh, no, that was an adverb that I made out of the word, isn't it? <laughs> I'm asking the wrong guy. I mean, you were only an English. I'm not going to so weigh in with parts of speech. This isn't a grammar test. <laughs> Jesus. I won't be baited into this. <laughs> anyway, anything that has any sorts of sensual pleasure, I realize you're not all about. You are just about, I, I don't even know what makes you happy, James Bray. Well, I don't think anything does, <laughs> pretty, to be quite honest. Pretty accurate, nothing. But you know, actually, actually, one thing does make me happy, and that's humiliating you. That, that always brings some joy to my heart. <laughs> and let's be honest, okay? Christmas trees smell, and yes, the, the real trees uh, get the pine scent. I'm not a huge fan of the pine scent. Like, that's not the selling point for a real tree for me. Wow. I mean, when I think when I get wow. the pine scent, I think of, like, the inside of a car and the pine air freshener. But that's okay oh, because, no. because real trees are so great, I'm willing to overlook that inferior smell. <laughs> 
And you know what? Something amazing. You can even get the real trees that have the the roots still attached, you know, in a big ball, and you can plant them afterwards. So then you have a tree that you will remember forever. My wife's grandparents did that, and eventually their house was so surrounded by trees that their satellite dish couldn't turn anymore. It had one of those old satellite dishes that had to be pointed at the satellites, and it actually it, they had so much Christmas spirit they could no longer watch TV. I mean, that's that's the the type of celebration I'm talking about. The type of celebration that ruins the rest of your life and you artificial tree people just can't appreciate that james i realized now that you have no respect for the human body top to bottom that <laughs> how many calories do you want to burn saving a christmas tree mulch that thing up and sell it at home depot in those bags to put in people's flower gardens why do you want to replant the tree we had to bury a goldfish like two years ago <laughs> and do you know what it's like to dig a hole in just raw earth yes. this is not topsoil that you're <laughs> digging into why do you want to go out and rent like a post hole digger just to put a damn tree in the ground do you own a shovel just... I, I realize you're a psychiatrist and you have these soft hands that have never seen manual labor, but a hole is not that big of a thing. I mean, I, I, in my regular dealings with my wife, I dig myself into a hole all the time. This is something I'm used to. So I you have calloused hands now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's no problem at all. And it's one hole for a lifetime of shade, a lifetime of relaxation. I mean, what does an artificial tree give you in return? Two years in, it looks horrible and it's a source of shame. And good luck trying to throw out an artificial tree. They weigh a million pounds. And yeah, we, we were lucky to find our last one was listing like the Titanic. We were afraid it was going to fall and crush a child. And we put it on the curb. And we said, free tree, take it. And just, you know, might lean a tiny bit, you know, and somebody took it for the low, low price of free. And now their kids are probably dead. And I don't feel good about that. We could have avoided that whole process if we had just gotten a real tree. Like, think of the children, Steve. Think of the children. Think of the children. My, If we had real trees, my children would be blind and they would have like a hunchback father who has some kind of weird late onset scoliosis from having to bend over and dig these holes for the trees You every can get year. them without the roots on them. You've got options. Artificial trees have options, which is something, I mean, real trees have options. Artificial trees have no options. No, you're right you're the limited, first time, but go ahead. You're limited to just taking it and you either, it either ends up in your attic or the trash can, but real <laughs> trees have a whole second life they can have in your backyard or in a forest preserve wherever you can build a freaking park out of it yeah the circle of life tall and they'll all be dead <laughs> oh my I, I i guess i shudder for your house at christmas i don't know what things are like there i just picture everyone sitting around in sadness wondering how much better life could be at my house <laughs> well there's at least one person sitting around in sadness i'll tell you that much it's the guy who's got to pay for everything <laughs> yeah, it's not a fun time of year, but if you only spent 30 bucks in a tree, you'd have so much more money for other presents. But instead, you drop $400 on that big tree that's artificial, and your budget's blown. And your kids are like, oh, thanks for this big empty tree, Dad. Father we of the year right there. The you know, we've got we to gotta end this in just a minute, but we haven't even talked about what you have to do to get a, a real tree from the tree lot to your house. That's a whole nother, like a, a weird origamical thing with you've got nautical knots you've got to tie on your car. You, you need two or three guys to get it up there and hold it. And if you hit over 48 miles an hour on the freeway, you're going airborne with that tree just acting like a big sail on your roof. Now, artificial trees, it's in a box, you throw it in the trunk, you bring it home, done. Yeah, I have a minivan and those things, those, those real trees come rolled up so tight. It's like, it's like putting a, 
putting a carpet roll in there. That's how tightly tied they are. You just slide that thing in, you slam the mini, minivan door down, and you're good to go. You can drive 100 miles an hour in that minivan, and that tree is not going anywhere. So maybe you <laughs> just need to upgrade your life. Folks. Upgrade to a real tree. Upgrade to a minivan, and you'll solve all your problems. <laughs> I don't know what you'd be, have to be driving a skateboard in order to upgrade to a minivan. But, all right, we <laughs> you clearly have not. You didn't read my book, did you? You did not read my book. Oh I my don't God. agree with it just because I read it. <laughs> you should, it was such a compelling argument. If you read this thing, of course you're going to agree with it. I mean, there's an entire chapter on here on minivans. You're ridiculous. It's all like right. I, I, maybe all you read, but you clearly didn't understand. I just. Knowledge, well, you people. Think all I'm of showing your arguments you knowledge. Are correct. You need to oh, <laughs> trying to save lives, and you're over here trying to ruin Christmas and get people killed. All right. Well, you're trying to blind your children, and I can't sanction that kind of behavior. What do you think, everybody? Go to Exploding Unicorn without the E on Twitter, at Exploding Unicorn, and James will have a poll up. And, James, we've got to come up with so, code words that yes, represent the code word. So for code word, I say we each name a flying creature of our choice. Um, I choose uh, okay. bat. You can choose whatever I, you want. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because last week I chose several words that you nixed all of them, and that we had to come up with your word. But I, I would like a flying squirrel. A flying squirrel. So we've got two flying yes. mammals, bat Ooh, or flying squirrel. Which, and, and for, okay, done. full disclosure, I don't know that flying squirrel is going to fit. Oh uh, no, it will. Are you sure? I don't know how many. Yeah. I think you get twenty-five characters, maybe. I'm, not positive on that. Uh, I will put flying squirrel if it fits. If not, you're going to be like flying squa, and you're just going to have to deal with the consequences of that. You made your bet, right. Steve. Um, well, you can truncate it by dropping a vowel somewhere. I think I'm pretty sure it'll fit, though. <laughs> flying squa. I, I look forward to mangling the flying squirrel. I really do, whether literally or you just. You don't need just to have spelling. a seizure in the middle of that word to make it make sense. Yeah. No, it'll work. And don't forget, you know, this, right. this sort of nonsense goes on here every week. So we need you to hit that subscribe button. Because, again, we're doing this for free just for your attention. We live off that. So keep us going. Tell us we should keep going by hitting that subscribe button or following us on, like, 19 different platforms where you can still listen to audio only. Now, on YouTube, if you search Wrong and Wronger, you can see our beautiful faces, especially my beautiful face, which today is probably the best has ever looked, might I say, modestly. Ooh. But you can, well, you can listen to it in numerous much, places, right. sound only where you will be spared from staring at Steve's ugly mug and his underdressed torso. What are those places, Steve? <laughs> we got Exploding Unicorn without the E on face. I'm sorry, on Twitter. I'm at Steve Olivas, O-L-I-V-A-S, on Twitter. It's all small letters because I am not pretentious enough to have a giant X at the front of my name like <laughs> Unicorn does. He's also on Facebook, Exploding Unicorn with the E. And you can find us on YouTube now, which is fantabulous. Just do a search for Wrong and Wronger and you'll find our handsome mugs. You can look on SoundCloud, on Podcast Addict, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio, and you'll find it all over the place. We're taking over, man. <laughs> yes, we have we have literally tens of listeners on all of those stations, man. But you know what? You get, you, you get a few drops from every place, and all of a sudden you got Notion. That's all it takes. If we get on 70 or 80 more platforms, man, we've got it made. <laughs> well, we started with two listeners, which is just our mothers. So we, we made did. a tremendous I, I didn't progress. even listen to this podcast at the start. Not going to lie. I just covered my that, ears That's a true recording. story. <laughs> that is a true story. And here we are. All right. right. Okay. Wrap us right, out. So you're not, you're not on purpose anymore. Do you have a new closing line? I, 
I don't have a new clothes. I'm just high on life. I'm so <laughs> delighted to finally have video and be next to my hero, James Breakwell, who's looking at his hero, Steve Olivas. It is just the combination I'm, of, of... I'm looking at my awesome. hero right now. <laughs> I I hope you're looking up at least. All right. So until next week, vote for Flying Squirrel, everybody. I'm sorry. That was a subliminal message that came out wrong. So until next week. And what are we talking about next week, James? No idea. Well, some things never change, whether we're on audio or video. Until next week, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve, talking for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell, saying thank you for listening, everybody. And this was the best we could do not on Percocet. <laughs> Talk to you next week.